When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 41 of season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast and our Memorial Day special. Since today is a holiday, we'll be playing two back-to-back episodes of classic comedy radio shows, specifically Duffy's Tavern. Ed Gardner, the star, began his career as a writer, director, and producer of radio programs in the 1930s. He created a character in 1941 for a radio program called This is New York, which eventually evolved into Archie of Duffy's Tavern. That show ran on CBS from 1941 to 1942, then switched to NBC's Blue Network from 1942 to 1944, then on NBC Radio from 44 to 51. He started every program with the famous line, Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meet to eat, with the caller eventually being identified as the bar's owner, Duffy, who has never seen or heard. The show's music always began with When Irish Eyes Are Smiling, and regular cast members were Charlie Cantor as Clifton Finnegan, Eddie Green as Eddie the Waiter, and Duffy's daughter, Miss Duffy, who was played by several actresses over the years. The show became so popular that real-life Duffy's taverns sprang up all over America, with many of them still in, in business to this day. The show spawned a 1945 film and a 1954 TV series that only ran for one season. Gardner died in 1963. Now sit back and enjoy the February 22nd, 1944, and January 4th, 1944 broadcasts of Duffy's Tavern. And everyone have a great Memorial Day holiday. And now, here we go, friends, to Duffy's Tavern with Bert Gordon as the Mad Russian, Hazel Sherman as Miss Duffy, our guest, Bill Baker, and starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. <laughs> Oh, Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meet the Archie the man just speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, tonight, Bill Baker from the $64 question. Now, take it or leave it. Yeah, that's where you stand up in front of everybody and, and ask your questions. Sort of a night court with prizes. <laughs> well, anyway, Duffy, you ought to see what I got on the menu. In honor of Phil Baker, a uh, special take it or leave it dinner. Well, uh, so far, one guy took it and he left it. But it'll be nice to see Phil again, though. He's an old friend of mine. Huh? An old friend of yours coming down tonight, too? An accountant to check the books, huh? An accountant? What a watch, yeah, Duffy. My conscience is clean. So is the cash register. Duffy, please. Look, Duffy, this is a fine accusation. After all the years I've worked for you, I'm surprised. In fact, I'm hurt. 
that's all our many years of association means to you. I'm sorry. Holy cat, he's wise to me. <laughs> mm, what am I going to do? Oh, 10 to 20 years. What am I worrying about? Your old man is just trying to scare me. That's well, why don't you show him the books and scare him back? Look, there's nothing wrong with them books. The books is perfect. Good evening. I am Elmer Waterprice, CPA. Oh. The satisfied public accountant, huh? You're Archie, I take it. He's Archie, and he took it. <laughs> Look, uh, well, make yourself to home, Mr. Waterprice. Uh, here, let me take your hat and briefcase. Just a minute. All I want to do is look at the books. Hey. <laughs> I said I want you to show me the books. Can't hear a word you're saying, stranger. That's funny. I can hear them perfectly. <laughs> okay, then you show them the books. <laughs> Young man? Young man, stop that stalling. Now... Where are the books? Elmer, come here. You're a family man, ain't you? <laughs> yes. You got a wife and kitties that love you dearly? Why, yes, I have. Elmer, it so happens that I'm soon going to be loaded with dough. You see, I got a picture called The Man With My Face. <laughs> and United Artists themselves is releasing it, and naturally, we're figuring on making a lot of money, see? Uh, yes, yes. Go on. So I thought, uh, I think I got him winging. <laughs> I thought maybe if I gave you and the family a couple of passes to the picture. Young man, do you know that bribing is a penal offense? Okay, then penal me. <laughs> the books is over there in the counter. <clears throat> what a phony accountant there. Gee, Archie, do you think you'll find out the books don't balance? How can he miss? Things are either balanced or they're unbalanced. How do you do? <laughs> Russian. Yes? What are you doing here so early? I am inviting you to dinner at my home so you could meet my mother. Sorry, I'll have to meet her some other time. You see, um, my mommy waits to jail. Oh, in that case, you can meet my father. <laughs> You mean to tell me that, that your father's in jail? Yes, they locked him up for something he didn't do. Well, uh, what didn't he do? Wipe his fingerprints off the safe. <laughs> Russian, that, that family of yours kind of gets around, don't they? Oh, yes. Especially my brother. Every spring he goes up the river. Up the river, uh, to jail? No, up the river. He's part salmon. <laughs> this is ridiculous. How could your brother be part salmon? Mother was a fin. <laughs> but you should see my sister. Your sister, huh? What's wrong with her? Absolutely nothing. She's a perfectly normal halibut. Russian. <laughs> Russian, did you ever have your head examined? Yes, but they didn't find anything. 
This I can understand. Now, where am I going to dig up some money now? Hmm. Excuse me. Hello? Oh, hello, Phil. Phil Baker. Oh. Huh? What? You're on your way down, but you got lost? Well, what part of town are you in? Yeah. Strolling down Park Avenue, enjoying the smell of the spring in the air? Well, um, it's not walking east till the smell turns to pastrami. <laughs> okay, see you in a little while, Phil. Uh, say, Hachi, hmm? who is this Bill Faker? <laughs> it's Phil Baker from Take It or Leave It, the guy that gives away the $64 every week. Hey, wait a minute. You're open. That's the way I can get the dough to cover the shortage on the books. Archie, you mean you're going to win as a contestant? Why not, Miss Duffy? I have a reasonable modicum of intelligence. Got common sense, a good memory. I think fast on my feet. Yeah, but you don't know anything. Oh, yeah? I can answer any question anybody around here can ask. I say, young man. Oh, it's the accounting. Yes, sir? I have a question for you. Why are all the figures in this column erased? Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, you see, Elmer, uh, the trouble is with the figures, uh... You now have Sing Sing. Would you like to try for Alcatraz? <laughs> Now, here's a word from RCA Victor. Last week, the curtain went up on the 75th anniversary of the National Baseball League and the 50th anniversary of the American League. And there's no better way to celebrate than by enjoying at first hand the thrills and the clean sportsmanship that have made baseball today the American way. Of course, next best thing to a seat in the stands is a seat in front of 19-inch RCA Victor television. Those big 19-inch pictures are clear, Steady, bright. RCA Victor's new extra-powerful picture pickup gives you the best possible reception everywhere. And RCA Victor quality, so apparent in every feature and detail, is safeguarded when you buy the RCA Victor factory service contract for expert installation and maintenance. Next chance you get, take your pick of 19-inch television models now on display at your RCA Victor dealers. It's million-proof television, quality proven in over two million homes. Boy, this encyclopedia is full of valuable information. Abelard, Aberdeen, Abyssinia, Afghanistan. Hmm, let's stop it. Just listen to this. The average wind velocity in Afghanistan is 9.7 miles per hour. Hmm. And the prevailing wind direction is from east to west. Valuable information. What for? Well, if I should happen to be in Afghanistan on a windy day and uh, dames walk by in them loose sarongs, I'd know which corner to stand on. Well, as I've always said, there's nothing like an education. Thank you. And what you have is nothing like an education. <laughs> oh, yeah, wise guy. Here, take the encyclopedia. Go ahead, ask me some questions. Okay. Oh, here's one you ought to know. What hit Sir Isaac Newton on the head? Mrs. Isaac Newton? <laughs> hmm. 
You now have zero. Would you like to try for minus one? Don't be so funny. I'll, uh, I'll answer the next one twice to bring up the average. Now, go ahead. All right. What is the formula for hydrogen? That's simple. Half hydro and half gin. <laughs> go ahead, honey. Hit me with another. Okay, answer this one. What is the population of Madagascar? What year? 1912. What month? February. Hmm. The population of Madagascar for February 1912 is 2,756,824. Holy cat, that's terrific. How'd you know? I don't. I'm bluffing, too. Why, it's Bill Baker! Mr. $64 question himself. Bill, it's a pleasure to welcome to the tavern the the star of Take It or Leave It. Thanks. And now that I'm here, I'd like to leave it. (laughs) Tell me, why? Because I can't take it. (laughs) For goodness sake, Archie, why don't you open that window? I can't open a window. It faces the fish market. Oh, I'm sorry. Apologies accepted. (laughs) I guess the fish market would object to the smell from here. Two cents, I'd squeeze this guy's head together till you couldn't tell it from his accordion. <laughs> By the way, Phil, uh, you didn't happen to bring that, uh, that thing, you know, the accordion with you, by any chance. Oh, yes, I have it right here. I'll play just as soon as we're through talking. Phil, let's keep talking. <laughs> tell me, uh, how's things going since you're back on your, uh, your quiz shows? Never better, Arch. You know, you must be a very brilliant person to run a program like that? Well, one does have to know a few questions and answers. Where do you get the questions? I hold them in my left hand. And the answers? I hold them in my right hand. Then as I understand it, your brilliance consists of rolling your eyes from left to right. (laughs) Well, occasionally I had live a bit. I blink. (laughs) How daring of you, Phil. Well, if it isn't Phil Baker... Archie, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Uh, hmm. No coaching from the audience, please. <laughs> Bill, I'd like you to meet Miss Duffy. Uh, the question to a maiden's prayer. <laughs> now, how do you do, Miss Duffy? I'm uh, very happy to know you. Dollar four five zero nine eight. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Oh, well, you're always asking questions. I thought I'd give you the answer first. (laughs) Now, by the way, Mr. Baker, I have a TL for you. Really? What's the TL? My girlfriend, Tessie Lopchick. (laughs) She thinks you're the funniest and cleverest comedian on the air. Oh, thank Miss Lopchick for me. Believe me, that's quite a compliment from a girl who can't even understand English. (laughs) And now that we've met Mr. Baker, I have a rather personal question I'd like to ask you. Yes? When you take out a girl and you bring your accordion along, which one do you squeeze first? Well, that depends on which one has the better bill. In your case, Miss Duffy, the accordion. <laughs> now beat it. Uh, say, Mr. Baker, may I interject an interjection? What? <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell 
and 1942. What's that? Two answers. You figure out the question. Archie, what's this? A fugitive from We the People? No, Phil, it's just nature's proof that two heads is not necessarily better than one. <laughs> we call it the Mad Russian. I see. Uh, Mad Russian, how do you do? How do you do? <laughs> is that a dollar question or are you just making conversation? <laughs> well, let's call it the dollar question. I'll give it to you again. How do you do? Hmm. Can I have three guesses? <laughs> All right. I give up. Russian, then why did you want three guesses? I don't give up so easy. <laughs> you have to excuse me. You see, when he was born, the, uh, the doctor was nearsighted, and the Russian got slapped on the head. <laughs> Speaking of questions, I have one for you. What is it? Name a city. <laughs> Name a city, huh? Hmm. Could you give me a hint? <laughs> Try San Francisco. <laughs> okay, San Francisco. You're wrong. <laughs> Absolutely wrong. It's Schenectady. <laughs> yes. Yes. S-C-H-E-N-E-C-T-A-D-Y. Russian, that's amazing. You just spelled Schenectady. I did? Yes. Yeah. I thought I spelled San Francisco. <laughs> Congratulations, Russian. You have just won the jerk pot. <laughs> now, Archie, how about letting me play my accordion? Your accordion... Phil, do you have to play that stomach stein way? <clears throat> it drowns everything out. A guy can't even think. Young man, I'm still going over the books, and there are certain shortages I'd like to have explained. Mm, shortages. <clears throat> Phil, uh, how would you like to thrill us with some nice accordion music <laughs> and make it good and loud? <laughs>
That was really wonderful, Phil. Uh, really terrific. Uh, uh, quick, place them on. Just, just a minute, young man. Stop that stalling. Your books are short. Fifty-seven dollars. Hmm. Fifty-seven huh? Archie, is there any way I can help you get the books to balance? Mr. Baker, you couldn't get those books to balance if you held your accordion in one hand and a parasol in the other. Fifty-seven bucks short. That stuff will send me to jail. Oh, we can't have that, Arch. Say, I've got an idea. Why don't we put on my $64 question show right here in the tavern tonight? If you win, you can cover the shortage. I'm in. Well, all you have to do is use your brains. You're out! Oh, yeah? Give me that cyclopedia. Let me see now. Abelard, Aberdeen, Abyssinia... Presenting, Mr. Taking It or Leaving It, <laughs> Bill Baker. I thank you, thank and you. And featuring your friend, not mine, Mr. Taking It and Lossing It Up, Archie. <laughs> All right, Archie, you're our first contestant. Let's get started. Are you ready? Go ahead, me brain is frothing at the leash. <laughs> Very well, select the category. Select the category. Right away, he starts with a trick question. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, choose a subject. Oh, that. Uh, well, what subject have you got? Well, let's see what we have on the board. Now, there's ancient Aztec ceramics. Early Buddhist poetry, medieval Slavic etymology. Uh-huh. How about famous saloons on Third Avenue? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, we don't have that. Now, how about calculus or ancient Roman history? Ancient Roman history, that uh, sounds pretty good. You'll be <laughs> Maybe, huh? Phil, uh, ain't you got something a little more cultural? Cultural? Yeah, easy. The only subjects left are baseball and etiquette. That's right up my alley. Baseball. No etiquette. Very well, the subject is etiquette. Now, for one dollar, what is etiquette? Well, uh, etiquette is... uh... That's correct, you have one dollar. Now, uh... Hey, I'm hot tonight, huh? How would you like to try for two dollars? You think I'm going to quit when I'm in the middle of a winning streak? <laughs> All right, for two dollars. What is a finger bowl? Oh, a finger bowl. That's adequate, huh? Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the thing you wash your fingers in. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. In case your fingers is full of mashed potatoes. Oh. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Talk your way back to zero? <laughs> now, for four dollars, who wrote the book of etiquette? Who wrote the book of etiquette? Uh, Phil, uh... Could you give me a hint? Okay. The last name is Post. Uh-huh. Could you hint me the first name? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you this. The initial is E. I got it. Yes? Edgar Allan Post. <laughs> Good. Edgar Allan Post pays you $4 for originality. <laughs> Now, for $8, what implement is used at the dining table for picking up lumps of sugar? 
Implement. Picks up sugar. Sugar. Tongues for the memory. I got it. Yeah. Bob Hope. One. Bob Hope picks up lumps of sugar. It ain't hay, brother. <laughs> it ain't right either. I'll give you one more chance. Let me see. An implement to pick up sugar. Hmm. Coaching from the audience, please. <laughs> Miss Duffy, please, get back to work and stop waving them sugar tongues. That's the answer. What? What you just said. Get back to work? No. <laughs> stop waving? No. The sugar tongue? Yes. Amazing how some people have trouble with these quizzes. <laughs> Phil, hit me with a $16 question. All right, Archie. Tell me, what is the largest city in Italy? Largest city in... Wait a minute, what's that question got to do with adequate? Well, what have your answers got to do with the question? <laughs> Go ahead. What is the largest city in Italy? I see. The largest city in Italy. Italy, huh? Oh, give me a home where the buffalo roam. I got it. What is it? Buffalo. Oh, No, think, Archie. Where do you have to be to do as the Romans do? Romania? <laughs> well, we'll give you credit for a near miss. <laughs> now, shall we both try for the $32 question? Okay, Phil, we'll both try for it. But uh, leave us get back to my favorite subject of adequate. All right. Does one eat peas with a knife or a fork? That's self-obvious. One uses a fork. That's right. Use the knife to mash him with. <laughs> How dainty. Well, you have 32. Would you, uh, would you take it? Let me see. Only, huh? I owe the books 57. Uh... Then why don't you try, uh, the $64 question? You'll be sorry if you do. You'll be in jail if you don't. <laughs> okay, Phil, hit me again. Very well. The $64 question. This question concerns table manners. Oh, that's up the alley. Now, the King of England comes to your house for dinner. Naturally. <laughs> Where does he eat? He eats in the dining room, of course. You think I'd put the King of England in the kitchen? No, no. I mean, does he sit to your right or your left? Well, if it's the King of England, he sits to me right. That's correct. Absolutely correct. Archie, how did you know? Well, I wouldn't want him sitting around the side of the table where he can look into the bathroom. <laughs> Archie, you're brilliant. You win $64. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Mr. Waterprice, uh, here's the dough now so the books won't be short. And to show you the kind of a guy you're dealing with, you can keep the change. Just a moment, young man. I owe you an apology. Huh? I've made a mistake in my figures. The books are not short at all. They ain't short. You mean I worked my brain to the bone for nothing? <laughs> well, Archie, you've got $64. Now you can take out your girlfriend, Peaches Latour. What? Me going out with a striptease? Me, an intellectual? <laughs> When we ask you to try Anison for the relief of pain due to a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, we're not asking you to try a new or unproved method. 
For there are many people listening in now who have been introduced to Anison tablets by their own dentist or physician. You who have received Anison this way know the effective, incredibly fast relief these tablets bring. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. People by the thousands are using modern Anison today instead of other ways. Doesn't their experience seem worth following? Try Anison the next time you suffer pains from headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. You'll be delighted with the results. Ask your druggist for Anison today. Anison is spelled A-N-A-C-I-N. Listen again next week, friends, to Duffy's Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's All-Star Festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. The Saturday night feature of the All-Star Festival. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Duffy, that that feud's just on the surface. Yeah, down underneath, they hate each other. (laughs) Well, Alan's jealous, you see, because Benny steals all his stuff. Why, sure. Alan was cheap long before Benny. (laughs) Hey, look, Duffy, I'm just thinking, uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Uh, What about a guy like Alan to MC the pig roast? Huh? Not enough contrast, huh? Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe we could uh, distinguish them. Maybe we could get Alan to wear a blue suit. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to him about it. Uh, so long, Duffy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Duffy's. Come in and meet Finnegan, Eddie the Waiter, Miss Duffy, Ben Avenuta, Peter Van Steeden and his orchestra, our special guest tonight, Fred Allen, and Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Brought to you by two products that will pay you to remember. Minute Rub when you have a cold. Sal Hepatico when you need a laxative. Minute Rub, Sal Hepatico. Eddie. Uh, Yes, yes? Uh, Eddie, you want to hear a real funny joke? No. An absent-minded professor slammed his wife and kissed the dog goodbye. Okay, I'd like to hear a joke. <laughs> Look, Eddie, I'm rehearsing uh, to be one of them. What do you, what do you call them guys that tells jokes like the one I just told? Uh, uh... A ghoul? <laughs> no, no, wait, uh, uh, a monogamist. Uh, I'm uh, learning these gags so when Fred Allen gets here, we can uh, bandage a few ab libs at each other. You gonna be pitching or catching? 
Eddie, you never heard me at a party. <laughs> Honest to goodness, every place I go to, people say, Ted Archie, what a convulsion. <laughs> yeah, wait till me and Alan gets together. Boy, it'll be a real battle of wits. Yeah, the trouble with this battle is he's got you outnumbered. Listen, Eddie, I got just as many intelligence as he has. Uh, especially with somebody helping me. Huh? Well, for instance, uh, say me and Alan are standing here, uh, you know, throwing woody sisms at each other. Uh, now, somebody might uh, ask me, uh, why does a chicken cross the street? Uh, who might ask him? You might. Why might I? <laughs> because you might want Sunday off. Yeah, I, I might at that, huh? Now, why does a chicken cross the street? Because there's a rooster on the other side. Eddie, you ask the questions. I give the answers. That is, if you want Sundays off. What happens if I don't ask you the questions? Then you get Sunday, Monday, and always. <laughs> well, sick hands with a straight man. <laughs> Okay. Oh, hi, Hi, Hey, I just Fred Allen here. I'm dying to see him. Uh, do you uh, know him, Finnegan? No. No? Well, do you listen to his program? No. Then why are you so anxious to meet him? I always like to make new friends. Well, Finnegan, why don't you listen to him sometime? Uh, maybe I will. When is he on? He's on Sunday night. So. Oh, ju- oh, I can't dodge. Sunday night, my father listens to the Texaco show. Finnegan, that is the show that Fred Allen is on. That's just that, Arch. How can me and my father both listen? It's on the same station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be tough for that one. Uh, why, don't, uh, why don't you listen some Sunday night when your father ain't home? Uh, I even tried that, but I just tuned in at the finish of the program. When the announcer said... Tune in the same time next Sunday. Well, did you tune in the same time next Sunday? Yep, and once again, they were just finished. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, what does this Fred Allen do? Oh, he's a comedian. He tells jokes. Uh, uh, for instance? Oh, for instance, he says, uh, Why is a streetcar like a woman? What else does he do? <laughs> Uh, Finnegan, uh, you're supposed to ask me. To ask you what? Why is a streetcar like a woman? Finnegan, ask me. So why should I ask you? You don't know. You just asked me. <laughs> oh, forget it, will you, Finnegan? Miss Duffy, maybe you'll do me a favor, huh? Uh, I can't, Archie. I'm too busy. You're too busy? Certainly. Here it is the fourth day of review already, and I haven't got my circulars printed yet. <laughs> Circulars, Miss Duffy, is that in good taste? In very good taste. They're printed in old English type. Well, in that case, maybe you'll get an old Englishman. <laughs> oh, boy, I'll murder that, Alan. <laughs> Leap you, huh? Have you found any suckers yet? Well, there's just one fella. Goldsworthy Harker Road. Gesundheit. Thank you. Uh, where did you meet Goldsworthy? Uh? In, in a restaurant. He wrote me a note on the back of the menu. So then what? So then I wrote him a note. You mean you picked up a guy just like that? I did not pick him up. I just told you we corresponded first. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. Well, then what happened? Well, he invited me for an automobile ride in the country. And he wanted to borrow Papa's car. 
Oh, well, uh, did you go with him? Of course not. He was a total stranger. You think I trust a total stranger with Papa's car? <laughs> well, don't worry, Miss Duffy. There's still uh, 361 days left in leap year. Uh, hey, Danny, Danny Seymour, you are very lax. Well, what do you mean? Well, you know what Harry Bonzel would have said when I said leap year. What? Well, he would have said, uh, leap is the time of the year when people get colds. Oh, that's pretty corny, isn't it, Archie? Yeah, but Bonzel's that way. <laughs> How would you go about it? Well, I'd point out that even though this is a new year, there's certainly nothing new about the colds that brought many of us. Same old stopped-up nose, same old aching feeling in your muscles. Well, why not get after those annoying cold symptoms with something modern? Minute Rub, famous chest rub. Just massage it briskly on your back and chest. Yes, that's all you do. And soon, in fact, even before you finish, you feel a gratifying sensation of warmth as Minute Rub begins to soothe the discomfort and tightness caused by your cold. And meanwhile, Minute Rub gives off active menthol vapors that help relieve that stuffed-up feeling in your nose and throat. Minute Rub won't harm clothes or linens. It's greaseless, stainless. Seems to disappear as you rub it on. So get after your cold symptoms with this nationally famous chest rub that takes only a minute to use, that helps bring such fast relief. Minute Rub, M-I-N-I-T-R-U-B. Minute Rub. And now, folks, we present the new singing star of Duffy's, Benny Venuta, who, before she sings, rubs her throat religiously with Minute Rub. Archie, what goes on here? Oh, I'll do better for you, Benny. Please, Danny. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we now have the great honor of presenting that uh, distinguished female vocal chanteuse, uh... <laughs> The singing vocalist of such vocal hits on Broadway as By Jupiter, Kiss the Boys Goodbye, and cetera, et cetera, and set. Uh, tonight she vocalizes a song she made famous. Everything I got belongs to you. Miss Benet Venuta. Isn't that uh, better, Benet? Oh, yes. That's fine. Everything else satisfactory? You like your dressing room? Yes. Except that I have to get out every time somebody wants to use the telephone. <laughs> oh, we'll have that fixed immediately. Eddie, uh, put a out of order sign on Miss Venuta's dressing room. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, sing, Benet. I have eyes for you to give you dirty looks. I have words that do not come from children's books. There's a trick with a knife I'm learning to do. And everything I've got belongs to you. I have a powerful anesthesia in my fist. And the perfect grip to give your neck a twist. There are hammerlock holes. I've mastered a few. And everything I've got belongs to you. Share for share, share alike. You get struck each time I strike. You for me, me for me. I'll give you plenty of nothing. I'm not yours for better, but for worse. And I've learned to give the well-known witch's curse. I have a terrible tongue, a temper for two. 
and everything I've got belongs to you. Don't stamp your foot at me, that's impolite. To stamp your foot at me is not quite right. All I discover is you're not so fine. I fear my lover is a swine. You're a living proof that Frank Buck's still alive. You haven't brains enough for any child of five. But I'll never let go. You'll never be free. Till everything you've got belongs. Everything you've got belongs. Everything you've got belongs to me. Feel the sword just falling out of your mouth, huh? <laughs> May I say that when television comes in, you'll be a big star? Oh, thank you, Archie. It's a lucky thing television ain't here now. Why not, Miss Duffy? Look what's coming in the door. Fred Allen. Duffy's is indeed prideful to have its portholes preempted by such an unmitigated personage as your distinction itself. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Fadiman, I presume. Well, <laughs> yeah, Fred, I'm glad you, you're surprised to find out I... I bet you're surprised to find out I ain't no bum, huh? <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to be, Archie, yes. You're looking ahead a little. So, uh... <laughs> So this is the famous Duffy's, eh? Yeah, yeah, this is it. What do you think of it, then? Well, I have been in a lot of dumps, Archie. But frankly, this joint is to architecture what Jack Benny is to the human race. <laughs> Who is responsible for the decor here? Uh, the decor? Uh, Capital D, decor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I am responsible. Uh, South with that little narrow nose, I didn't think you'd smell it. Uh -huh. <laughs> But uh, tell me, what do you think of the decorating? Uh, what do you think of that wallpaper job? The wallpaper? It looks as though the one-armed paper hanger still has the hives. Uh, Mr. Allen, I personally hung that wallpaper myself. Well, you couldn't have picked a better paper. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, sir, there's nothing like the New York Times. <laughs> and, Archie, I must say that you showed good judgment in putting the obituary column next to the kitchen there. <laughs> Look at the rest of them antiques. Uh, Duncan Fife Cuspidors. Mm. Uh, well, you see, though. Look at them uh, Chippy Dale tables. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, genuine oil paintings. Uh, that one up there, by the way, is a portrait of uh, Duffy, the proprietor himself. Uh, Say, he looks like Sitting Bull looked before he sat down. <laughs> and these, uh, these cracks in the wall, Archie, what are these? Air conditioning for the termites? Mr. Allen, uh, Duffy's does not cater to termites. You mean even termites refuse to eat in here? Please, no cracks about the food. We may not serve uh, partridge on peasant, but uh, <laughs> the uh, food is very nourishing. It's nourishing, eh? You know who eats here? Who? Frank Sinatra. <laughs> 
That I can believe. <laughs> he is a real disciple of malnutrition. <laughs> Yes, sir, and he's got us to thank for it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of big shots eat here. You see that guy over there? That's Crudface yeah. Clifford, the safe cracker, yeah. strictly Park Avenue. Huh? Oh, a Ritz cracker, hey? <laughs> yeah, a great dynamite man, very delicate artist, too. I have seen Crudface take a pinch of TNT and open a can of sardines. <laughs> that reminds <laughs> And when the can of sardines were opened, there were the little sardines laying there with that joke alongside them. <laughs> that reminds me... Uh, with eggs. That, rem- <laughs> that reminds me, I knew a safe cracker once, Archie. One Halloween, purely as a prank, mark you, I put a little bicarbonate of soda in with his nitroglycerin. What happened? That night... Don't anticipate. <laughs> you heard it the first show. Now you're laughing before we get. Well, I it goes along. I hope. I put uh, I put uh, a little bicarbonate of soda in his nitroglycerin, and that night, for the first time in history, a bank burped. <laughs> Must have been very embarrassing. A bank naturally couldn't say, "Pardon me." No, it was just one of those corny exchange banks, you know. <laughs> Couldn't have been no cornier exchange than this. <laughs> oh, Mr. Allen! Well, as I live and breathe, if it isn't... Archie, what is it? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, this is Miss Duffy, Fred. And, uh, take a tip, watch out. Well, what do you mean, Archie? This dame carries around a marriage license made out to her and to whom it may concern. <laughs> Uh, Miss Duffy, Archie tells me that you've entered yourself in the Leap Year Derby for Philly. Yeah, and the, the way book. she's been running, you'd think she was owned by Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> you two talk like I was a horse. Now, listen, Archie, if I was to tell you... Now, little lady, don't get excited. You might pull a tendon. Save your wind for the track. <laughs> I will have you two know that I am no horse. What do we do with her, Fred? Slap a saddle on her and put her in a claiming race. I would... <laughs> That's the trouble with her. Nobody will claim her. Oh, you. Oh, well, so you're Fred Allen. That's right. By her relatives, I'm called Portland Hoffer's husband. <laughs> and, uh... You are? Uh, Clifton Finnegan. Clifton Finnegan. Uh, so you're Fred Allen. Uh-huh. Boy, no wonder you make so many people laugh. Look at you. <laughs> Finnegan. Please, that is ill man. Yeah. Mr. Allen is not responsible for his ghastly looks. <laughs> Thank you, Archie. To say... That's a good trick you've got. What's that? Talking through your nose like that. <laughs> there must be hard to slip the words past your adenoids. <laughs> so how you do it? I use small words. <laughs> of course, if I feel a big word coming on, I give it both nostrils. <laughs> and then I push it through with hyphens on occasion. <laughs> it's very simple, really. Excuse you... me, Fred. Sure. Hello? Hello, Duffy. Huh? Yeah, Alan's here. The bag? Brother, has he got him? 
Yeah, it looks like his eyes is waiting for a red cap. <laughs> no, I ain't asked him about the pig roast yet. Okay, I'll approach him, Duffy. Uh, <clears throat> call me back. Fred, I'll be blunt. How would you like to make a fast buck MC in a pig roast? Sounds like a sounds like a greasy buck to me, Archie. What is this uh, this pig roast? Well, it's a uh, Duffy Spring semi-annual St. Patrick's Day music and pig roast. Uh, sounds gala. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, all Irish. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, how about you uh, MCing it? Now wait a minute! Don't rush me into it. What about the salary? Five bucks and all the pig you can stomach. <laughs> Five bucks. Now, let me see. Ten percent. That's 50 cents goes to my agent out of the five bucks. Don't forget the pig. Don't worry. He'll be around to collect his commission in the morning. <laughs> well, Fred, uh, five bucks ain't nothing to be sneezed at. Five bucks? I can make more money than that peddling Wilkie buttons to Roosevelt. You could, huh? Uh, just a minute. Hello? Hello, Duffy. You won't take the five. I don't blame that guy. He's a big radio star, a picture star, a famous stage actor. Well, how kind can we go? Well, it's a little more like us. So long. What's the offer? Six fifty. <laughs> well, look, is that European plan or with pig? Uh, this American plan, you eat before you get there. Oh, I see. Now, Fred, uh, where would you, uh, when would you like to audition for this pig roast? You mean I have to audition for this swine soiree? Well, not for me, it's for Duffy, you oh. know. He always chooses his own pigs and messes the ceremonies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what do you say, Fred? What do I say? Yeah. Oink. Uh, what did you say? I said oink. Let me take a look at your knuckles, Fred. Six dollars and fifty cents. Oh, say, Mr. Allen, didn't you once work for Sal Hepatica? Uh, yes, Mr. Seymour, and it looks as though I'm going to work for even less here in a minute. Well, Mr. Allen, weren't they wonderful people to work for? Well, now as I... I know you loved it. Well, say, tell me, what do you do for the Sal Hepatica people? Go ahead, Danny, show them. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's certainly true that sometimes the best laid plans can go astray when something unexpected happens. And yet, if on a day when you've made special plans, you wake up feeling headachy because you need a laxative, don't think your plans need be upset or that it's necessary to put off taking that laxative till bedtime. Simply take Sal Hepatica Famous Saline at once. For then, speedy Sal Hepatica brings quick, gentle relief, usually within an hour. So you can see you don't have to wait till night to take the laxative needed in the morning and consequently don't have to continue feeling miserable all day. And Sal Hepatica, don't forget, has this additional advantage. Sparkling Sal Hepatica also helps sweeten an upset stomach by helping to reduce excess gastric acidity. So before another day goes by, stop at your drugstore for a bottle of Sal Hepatica. Remembering this, caution use only as directed. Then, whenever you need a laxative, morning, noon, or night, see if you don't feel better faster when you take gentle, speedy Sal Hepatica. Hello, Duffy. Huh? First, you want him to fill out the questionnaire? Okay. Uh, Fred, would you uh, mind answering some questions? Uh, All right. Uh, first, your name? Uh, Fred Allen. Uh-huh. Occupation? Part-time gasoline salesman. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, 
Social Security? I'm already collecting it. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, next. Uh, next. Uh, any uh, hobbies? I uh, can spin a yo-yo. Can spin a... How do you spell yo-yo? Y-O. Well, that's just the one uh, yo. How about the other one? Likewise, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, any other talents? Juggling. Uh, juggling will be handy. The MC has to wait on tables, too. Uh, anything else? Well, I sing and play the clarinet. Uh, sing and play the clarinet, huh? Excuse me. Hello? Duffy, you all ready for the audition? Well, he says he, uh, sings and plays the clarinet. Okay, listen in. Uh, Van Steeden. Yeah? Uh, loan Mr. Allen the end of a clarinet, will you? Okay. Here you are, Mr. Allen. Uh, thank you. Say, I, isn't that strange? I have a clarinet just like this one at home. Mr. Van Steeden, didn't you used to have the band on my program? Yep, and I quit. Why did you quit, Pete? Some rat swiped a clarinet. Mm. Well, I'll see that you get this one back. Uh, okay, Fred, leave us start the audition. What right. song do you uh, think would be uh, apropos for a pig roast? Uh... Pig roast? How about something from Porky and Beth? Oh, how sweet you are Oh, while strolling through the park one day <laughs> while uh, Well, uh, Duffy, don't mind what you sing, you know As long as it's when Irish eyes are smiling All right uh... When Irish eyes are smiling All the world seems bright and gay Huh? Okay, Duffy. And now, Fred, for the clarinet. <laughs> but I hardly sang. You ain't kidding. <laughs> but uh, maybe you should rest your nose a bit, huh? Uh, leave us have the clarinet. Well, what'll I play, Archie? Well, I wrote a song called Leave Us Face It, We're in Love. Uh, Archie, I heard that song. What do you want to do? Turn this clarinet into a plunger? <laughs> Look, uh, what do you want to play? Well, something from Oklahoma. And frankly, I wish I was there at the moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> he even plays this through his nose. <laughs> if Beethoven was alive, he'd wish he was dead. Hold it, Alan. Hold it a second. Hello? Stinks, huh? <laughs> Look, uh, don't worry. It'll be over soon. Go ahead, friend. Was that Duffy again? No, this time it was Portland. Oh, I see. Go ahead. <laughs> Fred, uh, couldn't you control... <laughs> the guy is bizarre. He's nuts. He thinks he's spending... Just a minute. <clears throat> Fred. Hello? Well, he stopped, didn't he? Uh-huh. Oh, Fred, uh, Duffy wants to talk to you. Oh, hello. Hello, Duffy. Say, what did you... Huh? Well, I can't. It's Van Steeden's clarinet. <laughs>
Duffy. Uh, well, what'd you think? Duffy, such language. <laughs> okay, I'll thank Fred for you. <laughs> uh, hold a wire just a minute, Duffy. Uh, look, Fred, do you know any jokes? Well, there's uh, one joke about the absent-minded motorist. Uh, maybe you'd better tell it to me first. Uh, clear it through you. Yeah. Eh? But this is an, an audition within an audition. Well, there was once... There was once an absent-minded motorist who sat in a bar for three hours in front of a stuffed olive waiting for the red light to change. Mm, tell the sardines to move over, huh? What do we need a writer for? I mean, an empty. <laughs> Look, don't forget these days a pig is a pretty big attraction by itself. <clears throat> okay. Uh, look, Fred. I I'm... know, I know, Archie. This happened to me one time in Newark with a trombone. <laughs> well, look, Fred, don't worry. I, I guarantee we won't hire nobody else. We'll just take the 650 and buy a heavier pig. Say, wait a minute, Archie. A heavy pig is pretty hard to find these days. Well, I'll have to start looking. Say, just a sec. Does it matter if the pig comes from the Midwest? Uh, no. Does it matter if he wears a toupee? Fred, you ain't suggesting that... No, uh... no. I guess I'd better not spoil a high-class pig roast with him around, Archie. Good night. Good night. Duffy's, uh, hello, Duffy. Uh, guess what? I'm gonna be on the radio. Yeah, next Sunday night, Fred Allen's invited me to be on his program. Yeah, that's right. And next Tuesday, we're having Jimmy Cagney. Yeah, Duffy, and, uh, Cagney's got that same Irish wit that Fred Allen has. Hello? Hello? He hung up. <laughs> be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks 